Hi, I'm Amy Shepard. I'm Lachlan Stewart. And although we have different last names, we're we're married. married. Now, we've been told the secret to a successful marriage is communication. So we're going to talk it out every week, share our challenges and pet peeves. Then we're setting each other some goals. Some couple goals. Couple Goals, the podcast, is for those who might be looking to laugh their way through challenging scenarios that all couples go through. Occasionally, we might even get some other couples to join in. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Hit subscribe and tune in every week to hear our weekly Couple Goals. Welcome back, episode two of Couple Goals. We're back. We've had a wild week. We're currently on day one off, day two off, of your radio tour. Yeah, so we have had a crazy week. It feels like it's been a year since we last spoke to you guys. We um, have been on this wild, wild radio tour, visiting five states in five days. <coughs> uh, we were going to all the radio stations around the Tennessee, Alabama. Georgia. Georgia, West Virginia. Where else? We went right? somewhere else. And somewhere else. Kentucky? Yes. Is Kentucky a different Kentucky. state? Yeah. Uh, so, it, it, we, yeah, there's been a lot of driving. Or Lockie. Literally a thousand miles. Yeah, Lockie did all the driving. Hundred kilometers. It's so much driving. It was just like early starts as well. So you know, four o'clock starts and some five o'clock starts. We had one seven o'clock start, which felt like a sleep in. Um, yeah, and the thing that's really challenging is that there's just no time. You're just trying to cover so much ground in a short amount of time. So there's no time to even stop to get a coffee. Like we had the thermos because. Nothing's open at 4 a.m. And also there's no time to stop anyway. So if you – there's even pressure to stop to pee. Like you're just or like, fuel, okay, yeah. you really need to like hustle. No like dilly-dallying in the aisles of Shell. Which is good. <laughs> that 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 um, is a bonus. Yeah. So, yeah, it was quite grueling really. Um, but also it was great. Like Overthinking's the single here and we've been – very fortunate that this tour went well and it's been getting played on the radio, country radio stations here. Um, and they all seem to really love the song. They love the Tim Tams that I brought in. They love Everyone the vibe. loves a Tim so, Tam. Yeah, they, I got some really, really good feedback this week and they're going to be um, supporting the song and they want me to come in for some acoustic stuff. And I think it was a huge success. Boom. And hopefully back home in Australia just continues to follow the same, same pattern. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really lucky. I do get quite a lot of support from the Aussie country radio stations. Um, but I think just the more that I release and the more that I tour and get out there, I think the, the story just builds, doesn't it? Mm, definitely. So how did you find the tour, Lucky? I I enjoyed it. There were It was tough. I would much rather run a marathon a day than do that again. Oh Unfortunately, no. I something. know <laughs> we are doing it again in a week's time. But I think it was so challenging. I feel like when I know I'm being productive and look, it was productive for your career and all of that, but there's just so much time touring and the reason why I don't like touring. You know what? I don't think anyone likes touring. <coughs> yeah, but there's so much. Yeah. And it's hard to explain to someone who hasn't toured before, hasn't been on the road and had that much time wasted. Like it's that, nece- it's necessary. You got to get to these towns, and I want to get to these towns. I love it when I'm there, and I get to interact with hosts or reach fans. Like, obviously, that's the dream. But it's just like the in between. 
it's just like hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. And it is really challenging. Mm. It's a lot. That's exactly it. It's wasted time. You don't get that time back. And we listen to a heap of podcasts, heap of music, but there's only so much you can listen to before your ears are just like, stop. Yeah. Please just stop. Silence. It's like, it's pretty much being tortured, really. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't stop just to have a stretch or a breather as well because we are on touch, such a tight schedule. You can't, like, there's nothing you can do. Or well, you see something cool and you're like, oh, gosh, I'd love yeah. to stop and just have a quick swim or whatever. All, like, all, no. yeah. all your choice is gone. And you, for me personally, I still had to work on top of that. I still chose to train as well. So knowing that in my head I'm battling with not doing the things I feel I should be doing in order for my business and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then... And also it's challenging like and also like learning. Yeah. I couldn't write anything down and that bugged, like really bummed me out. So You had me being scribe on one day. Yeah, I had you. I had just to thinking out loud and I would have to jot it down. Literally one day I was just like, fuck, this week has to have some notes on paper. <laughs> so I made Amy scribe. Yeah. But I mean, now that it's over, I'm like, oh, that was not too bad (laughs) like it's kind of fun it's a unique experience and we got to see some of the countryside that we probably definitely wouldn't have gone to otherwise yeah I I think if I were to do it again which we are I want to I would schedule a little bit of time to actually experience the towns and then I could probably sit here and say that was worth it man yeah like it's fine some of the towns we went to um what was that mountain blue mountain or something yeah that place was awesome yeah, it was such a cool little town, Literally. like a lake town. There was little cabins. And, and the radio the station was on the tallest point of the town. So, like, stuff like that is awesome. And the people were so interesting that I got talking to one of the hosts and he was saying how he's got an alien podcast. Oh, was that Blue Mountain? I'm thinking of a different place. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, there were definitely... Yeah, he's got a, a yeah extraterrestrial one. Yeah, so he sits out there and he sets up his camera and he has all these cool videos of um, UFOs. Yeah, UFO sightings. And And they've also got like Yeti culture out there. And it's so funny. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah, go ahead. Because we were listening to that and literally the same day Theo Vaughn dropped a podcast with, what was his name? I can't remember. He was a doctor, but he's also like into... Studies near-death experiences. Yeah, near-death experiences. So it was sort of like the same spiritual thing. So Amy was like so excited. Thriving. Yeah. (laughs) That was a really interesting podcast actually about um, people who've had near-death experiences. But there's this doctor and he actually works with a lot of cancer patients, but he also studies people who have had near-death experiences. Mm. It was really interesting to hear like an educated and I guess renowned doctor talk about his studies. Yeah, because normally science doesn't go into that. Well, it is now with like neuroscience and stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's definitely weird to hear such an educated professional talking about something spiritual that could also damage his credibility as a doctor. Yeah, but he says that it's really, um, like he fully believes that when we die, it's not just nothing. Do you believe that? Me? I don't know. Like I'm really torn. I, I don't know. I, I like to believe something, but like part of me just thinks, oh, don't be ridiculous. Like, obviously, when we die, that's it. And then I get really panicky about that because nothing. I think is yeah, scary. you need to believe what's going to better suit the end. Well, of your story, but then you hear so many stories from people who have had experiences, or <coughs> um, <laughs> we've spoken about this on the last episode. But yeah, I I, I do think that 
it is quite possible that we're just it's like a cockroach a cockroach doesn't know that it's living in our house because it just can't have that perspective Mm. so maybe we're living in someone's someone's bigfoot's house like some alien's tea tree dish we're just some bacteria that creates an old coffee cup and we've, and we just we've don't have developed podcasts and iPads. and I mean, surely there's something bigger than us. I think it could be quite naive to think that we're the biggest and best thing to ever happen <laughs> in the universe ever. Theo Vaughn was explaining it. For those who don't know Theo Vaughn, definitely check out his podcast. But where he's like, I just can't, like how we're here. The fact that we're here is enough proof. I'm like, you've got to elaborate, but it makes <laughs> sense. Like at the same time, it's so simple that it makes sense. Yeah. We're just such a miracle in so many ways. Even the fact that you specifically, out of all of the other sperm and egg, <laughs> like the chances... Sperm and egg. The chances of you being born is just so unlikely. Yet you were born you and here you are contributing this earth. So anyway, don't waste it, guys. Life is short. You're a miracle. And yeah. back to the tour. <laughs> and back to the tour. Here we so, go. So yeah, like we had lot, we did have time to think and listen to some cool podcasts, um, visit some cool towns briefly. But it would be nice to stay overnight in some of these towns. Oh yeah, we're going to Minnesota next week. <coughs> so this this week we have off, sort of. Oh sorry, next week, like the next tour, which yeah. is a week away. Yeah. Yeah, but we're it's chaos. It's worse than this one in terms of driving distance. It's about 60 hours of driving, but we, which means we're going to be staying overnight in some of these places. Yeah. One of the places has this incredible facility called, what's it called again? Sauna. Oh, I forgot, completely forgot the name. Anyway, Sauna Lodge or something like that. And ultimately what it is, it's this frozen over dam and they've just uh, brought in like saunas and put them all around the dam and then they've chainsawed holes in the lake so you can have an ice bar. How do they keep the lake frozen? Well, it's it's freezing in it's Minnesota seasonal. at the moment. Yeah, it's seasonal. Okay. It's only open from um, uh, till March, end of March or May. Got it. And then it starts again in November. So I wouldn't imagine maybe in the later months, like closer towards May, it's frozen. It's probably just very cold. But mm. it looked exceptional and I was like looked at the schedule and we can fit it in. The only problem is, or the challenge is, the public use is sold out, meaning Amy and I could just go in together and hang out with other people. So we have to hire one privately, which is quite exy. However, I think we owe it to ourselves. I think <coughs> on tour you need to find those little pockets of moments that keep you sane and that could be one of them. Well, I'm just asking, this is really selfish, but it's like what's in it for me? See, tours are a real test of relationships, y'all. Hundred percent. Well, would all right? Would you come on a radio tour for me and drive? I mean, if it wasn't in America, if it was Australia, I would drive for sure. No, but would you learn to drive in America if it meant that I could just chill in between? Well, the reason I'm not driving is because I don't feel confident driving here yet. Yeah, but I would still go even if you. And I appreciate you doing that for me. Thank but you. my my question, circling back around, would you come for me? I would. I'm yes, of course. I would come on tour with you. Okay, so. But I can't drive, so. Next year, if I'm doing along, a but tour, I won't drive. you have heard it here live, ladies and gentlemen. Amy is going to come on tour with me. I think you just spun that. Me. You just spun that. I never said that I was going to learn to drive. No, no, no. I'm just saying I if, I do, I, a, would if I do a radio tour next year. Yeah, I will come with you. Yeah. But, but I'm not driving. 
No, you don't need to drive, but and it's not because sort of defeats purpose. It's the other drivers; they're crazy. Hmm. Like there's so many times where we were like, ah, because someone would just pull out. We're on the highway, and someone would just cut across. Like straight. yeah, their driving ability. One actually, one thing I've noticed is there's not many motorcycles on the road. I have actually not seen a motorbike no. on the road. We're wondering if that's because it's winter. Yeah, if you know, cold. let us know on in Amy's Patreon. That'd be cool to, to find out. But we got some questions sent through as well. We did. Maybe we should uh, talk about that as well. And don't forget, you can always send us questions. We love questions. We love stories. Um, send them in to Couple Goals. If you click the link in the bio, there should be a page there, a form that you can fill out. Yeah, there, there definitely is, I hope. Or is it Patreon? <laughs> no, it's, it is on our link in bio. Um but yeah, um, if you do want to join our Patreon, though, let's mention that um, we do post. It's at Amy Shepherd Fire. It's actually my Patreon. Yeah, it's actually Amy's. Um, but that's where we were going to post the video. If you would like to watch this, and we post it first there before we post it to Spotify and YouTube. And there, you can ask us questions, or you can interact with us. It's like a live chat, um, and also I post a lot of my own affirmations and music. You get the music there first as well. Live on so Amy Shepard Power Radio. So hit us with the questions. Let's do it. Someone rapid said, fire. Lockie, what's it like driving on the opposite side? And this comes from Jay Jaden. The very first time I did it was I drove by myself and I think it was so much better not having passengers in the car because I didn't have that fear of stuffing up. As soon as you get on the because you're driving on the opposite, like the steering wheels on the opposite side, it just makes sense. I think everything makes sense because you're like, all right, I'm in the center of the road again. Cool, left, right. The only challenge is, is who has right away. I still don't know that. Right. So I just sort of stop and sometimes I'll wave people through. If I notice they've stopped and they've not gone, I'll just go. I think that's what it is. It's just like whoever s- arrives. Situational at s- awareness. Whoever arrives at the stop sign first gets to go first. It might be different as well in a. It's like, how do you, what, sometimes you don't see who got there first. Yeah, it's like you get there a millimeter f- in front of people. And that's probably where back home, it's like, I can't even remember back home now. Like right of way goes to, the you right. always give way to your right. So maybe you give way to your left. No, here it's just whoever goes first. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> that's because really it's Nashville and it's like we're in the south in the country. Everyone's friendly. There's so but many maybe crashes here, guys. L- yeah, crashes. Oh Literally, the posted in your Patreon now. So there was a crash. Yes, two days ago, where yeah. the car was literally out the front of our apartment, was on its side. It had been flipped, and it's amazing. You just don't it's know not how. even a big road. You're like, how did that? How are you going fast enough at that point to end up like that? That's crazy. I'll post the photo to Patreon so you guys yeah. can have a look at that. <coughs> um, but people wild. literally cross four lanes because they've missed the exit, and they don't care. Like you just yeah. have to slam your brakes on and hope no one runs up the back of you. So it's pretty scary to drive. Wow, strawberry. Um. So, yeah, no, I enjoy it. Someone said, how do you find being there away from your family, friends? Is it everything you thought and wanted? You can lead off and I'll finish up. Well, I think we never came here thinking it was going to be easy and some magical experience that we was going to be better than Australia. We always knew it was going to be hard. We love living in Australia. We have great lives in Australia obviously friends and family and we were missing Australia before we even left which is why I mean we should have moved out to the US in 2014 when Geronimo took off like that would have been smart business-wise but we just didn't want to leave and 
it was always in the back of our minds to take that opportunity to to get here and see where we could take this. Um, so here we are, finally, ten mm. years later, and it's crazy. It's ten years. Yeah, and I think we just—it's just something that we had to do, whether it becomes something huge or not. If we never took the chance to come to the states, we'd always be wondering and missing that opportunity to grow through a hard and difficult situation. I think. It's definitely challenging being out here, but I think we've kind of gone get we've got over a hump. I think. Yeah, I, I literally feel like the last two weeks we've hit the hump. Yeah. Where, it's like now it's starting. We're building friends. Like the routine's good. I think maybe it was just yeah that first part where you don't have friends or you're trying to figure it out. Whereas now. And we're coming out of winter. The weather's starting to get warmer a little bit. <laughs> yeah, slightly warmer, but. I love it now. Yeah, I think. I really am starting to love it. At first, I didn't love it, but I knew that I had to be there and I knew that it was going to take time. Um, but now I feel I felt this shift in the last two weeks as well. Yeah. Something that's happened. I don't know what it is, but I think it is the friends. Like, we've really solidified some friendships. Yep. And Agreed. that's really helped. And... Yeah, I think it's going to continue it's to get better kinda, and better. We were literally saying it on the drive home because we're, we're not going to be in Nashville for about six weeks because mm. we're going to LA for two weeks and we're back in Australia for a month. And I'm like, it sucks that we're... I think that's going to be difficult. Because we've just... I feel like we've just hit our groove, made friends, and now it's like we're just leaving again. Yeah, that's gonna be, it's going to be hard to get back here, I think. But... Get back here. Yeah, like to get back here and get over another hump. I think. Uh, yeah, I yeah, worry yeah. Yeah. about that because we'll get accustomed to life in Australia again. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm pretty keen to be here and to go through this experience yeah, over I, the next I, three years. I don't want to go back to Australia so not because I know it's always going to be there for us and we'll be back there, but I want to maximise our time here. Time here. Because we're not going to be here forever. No, well, we've got three-year visas, so every week we spend there is taking a, a week from here and it's obviously important to go back to catch up with friends and you've got to do some work stuff I've got to do some work stuff but aside from that it's like I'd really maximize part of me wants there. to go back for a while and just like breathe and whatnot but it's also like yeah we're on on and a we're timer. just so work focused here I think I said that in the last episode yeah we're so I don't know we just have the space to work 24 7 which is good and bad like it's yeah. hard but it's also awesome yeah we're here to hustle and that's what we're doing so that answered that answers that your answers question that question borsch two one eight seven thank you borsch <laughs> um gracie emily says what's been the biggest challenge since moving together, together. hmm I don't know. We've been living together for a while now. So I think probably just, yeah, getting used to living in a new environment, setting new routines, making new friends. Because I, I, I think the big part with that, and we've spoken about it, is having separate friendships as well where you can just have a bit of time apart. And even if it's just an hour, I think it's very important not to be so codependent on each other, mm-hmm. like having that interdependence where you... You're doing things outside, so when you do come home and have dinner, you've got something to stories to tell or things to vent about or whatever. Whereas if you, some relationships are so dependent, and I, I think that's good. Um, someone said, "Have you had any disagreements or fights since being in Nashville?" 
is from Kelsey Drab. Always with the drama. Nah. <laughs> um, have we? I don't think so. Um, just trying to think. I wish I could say yes so we could get some shares and likes <laughs> on the, the reels and stuff, but I don't think we have. Nothing that stands out that... Um, nah. No, there have definitely been growing pains. I think, to be honest, I think the most tension, even though there wasn't much tension, was that road trip just because I was... Yeah, we were like, tired and like... And it's like you, we were in a small confined space for a very long period of time without breathing. So when I got home, I just didn't want to talk. And it was not, nothing personal. Yeah. It's just like I just needed to and lay we didn't there. And we really have time to talk anyway. We yeah. just kind of made dinner. You went to the gym. Yeah. And then I ate dinner. I had a bath because that was just something that I just needed. Mm. And then bed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Fun. So, yeah. But no. Cool. And I think that's pretty much all of the questions. I think some of them doubling up. Yeah, we won't right. double up. Yeah. Well, awesome. thanks for your question, guys. We love them. Please um, keep them coming. I'll put another question box for the next episode. Episode um, number three, but we'll wrap it up there. Today is Sunday here in the... Well, as we're recording this in the Super Bowl conference finals no, we one today. We didn't mention how we're house-sitting this, did we? I can't remember. Well, that I think that was in the episode we were recording before yeah. it shut so down. So this week, in between our tours, we are house-sitting for a friend. Mm. And we are looking after two dogs. They're two pugs, um, a kitten, and two teenagers. <laughs> so yeah. we feel old with these teenagers. Literally, you feel old. What on earth? We're um, pretty much double the, old, double the age of the oldest. Yeah, and it's like I just can't. It's like weird because you remember, children, but you can't remember relate. being seventeen. I felt like the uh, yesterday I was seventeen. Yeah, and you're like you feel like you can relate, and then you realize, oh, I can't relate. Yeah, no, I did that <laughs> twenty years ago, and is it cool for me to be talking about that? Probably not. Yeah, but we've been like we cook dinner and then we cook breakfast, make sure they're safe, tuck them in. No, <laughs> no, they're pretty um independent. Kids. Definitely, yeah. Uh, they're really great kids. Um, but yeah, you still need to make sure that they're fed and safe so yeah that's what we're going to be doing this week and we've got to get back to our kitties back to back back <laughs> to parenting so if you guys enjoyed the episode make sure you share it on your socials and tag it by you guys sharing it it shows us that you're enjoying it it's also helping us grow the show and we will be bringing some more guests on as amy said on last week's episode we've made a lot of friends and a lot of them are couples so we'll be doing that and our social media, we have a whole heap of new reels to drip feed. So very excited to post that as well. All right. Okay, guys. Uru. Thanks so much. Uru.